listening to The Knicks Recap, your source for all New York Knicks-related content. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Ariel, what's going on, man? You there? What's happening, my man? What's going on, buddy? It's been a while. How you been? Finally, finally we make it happen. Listen, man, it doesn't matter uh, when it happens as long as it does, right? And I'm just, uh, I'm glad that you can give us some time during this amazing game that we're watching right now, man. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. Uh, the guys are playing well. was worried a little bit about, you know, they're about to head out west. They've got the winning streak. This is a bit of a trap game. The Hornets suck. Right. Uh, but they right. really freaking laid it on in the uh, in the back end of that second quarter, playing amazingly without Jalen Brunson once again. Yep. But quickly, RJ's playing great. Grimes playing great. I mean, everyone's just uh, clicking right now. So it is very. I'm trying not to get too excited, but it's very hard when your team's on a nine-game winning streak in March to not get too excited. Absolutely. And you, you know what, Ariel, you hit it on, you know, all cylinders here. You know, the funny part is I was going to ask you about RJ Barrett. You know, that was the first thing I was going to ask you about. And of course, he knew I was going to talk to you tonight because he turned out to have one of his better nights of the season. I mean, he came him and quickly during that second quarter. I mean, I think they totaled together. Well, quickly added some more on, but I think it was 22 or 25 points at some point. They were going off, man. RJ Barrett has looked pretty damn good on offense this game what have you felt about his game uh this year well he looked great on sunday too and you know obviously this year has been a little up and down he gets the big contract he's involved in the donovan mitchell rumors and you know i think that people are always going to compare him a little bit to donovan mitchell you can still hear me right yeah we can definitely hear you Uh, i think people are always going to compare him a little bit to donovan mitchell now because he was in talks um or at least the Knicks were rumored to maybe be shopping him, that the Jazz wanted him, all this stuff. And I think it's been a little bit up and down. I'll always have love for him because he's a Canadian boy. Uh, his dad, you know, heads up Team Canada. I hope that he'll be representing Canada in 2024. And I think he's looked great in the last couple of games. And I was listening to my guy Frank Izola on NBA uh, radio this morning. I think it was this morning that he said it. Maybe it was yesterday with Brian Scalabrini starting lineup, which is my favorite uh, basketball show, like general NBA show to listen to in the morning when I drive my kids to school. And they were talking about how maybe RJ feels a little bit better without Jalen Brunson. Um, And maybe that's something that they're going to have to look at. Uh, because it seems like he's really comfortable without Jalen Brunson. Obviously, not suggesting for a second that they're better off without Jalen Brunson, but it's been interesting to see him play in these last two games without Jalen Brunson and how good he's played. You know, it's funny that you say that because a lot of fans, what the, one of the criticisms about, about the, you know, they called them the mid-three at one point. I don't know if you know that. Um, yeah. yeah. So they've done that, but I think now they've been playing a lot better. Uh, but the, the criticism has been, can they all play together? You know, and I think we've seen when one of them has been out um, or just not as involved that the other one seems to go off. In this case, R.J. Barrett. I mean, he did it with Miami when Brunson was out and now he's doing it again against Charlotte. So, I mean, you know, that is something to look at. I I agree. And and to to your credit as well, R.J. Barrett is somebody with his game. He does better when the ball is in his hands and he can be aggressive and attack, you know, when he's not falling in love with the three and he's able to just kind of use his strength to get into the paint and kind of do what he does and go to the free throw line, which he's gotten a lot better at this year. Um, I think that's where his game needs to be. 
So, yeah, I, I definitely, uh, you know, see what you're saying there with that. Uh, but this Knicks team has surprised the hell out of me, Ariel. I can't believe it. I mean, I, I have a lot of Knicks gear, and every time I wear it now, you know, it just feels a little bit better. Like, it feels heavier. Like, my clothes For fit sure. better. You know, like, the blue and orange just shows off a little bit better. Like, I'm, 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 I'm in public, Ariel, and I'm moving my hat to the side, you know? Yeah. Just like, just like you feeling know, I'm, just, I'm, yeah, I'm feeling it, you know? Like, like it just as a Nick fan, like, and, you know, we talked before. We've been fans since the 90s, right? And yeah. we've seen the, the struggle that we faced since then. This team, would you say it's one of the best teams of the, of the 2000 eras? Well, yeah, I love that 2012-2013 team with Mello and the mm-hmm. older guys, Kirk Thomas, Marcus Camby, Jason Kidd, Rashid Wallace. That was a lot of fun, but they obviously weren't built for the future. But that was an incredible team. 54 wins, finally win a playoff series against Boston to boot. Uh, the Indy series was, was very painful. Roy Hibbert, I'll never, I'll never forgive him for that block. Never, uh, never. At the rim. Actually, I have a funny story about Roy Hibbert. Roy Hibbert is a big MMA fan, and I, I don't know how, but someone like tagged me in a conversation with him, and then he followed me, and then he wrote something to the effect of on Twitter, like, hey, man, big fan, love your stuff, blah, blah, blah. And then I wrote back something to the effect of, like, cool, thanks, I'm not a big fan of yours, and I'll never forgive you for that blog. And then he unfollowed me. <laughs> yes, yes, you yes, said everything no that we wanted to say. I appreciate yes. you, Ariel. No regrets. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a legit fan. But, no, no, that team was great. Two years ago was very, very special because, uh, as you remember, it wasn't that long ago. It was in, like, the heart of the pandemic, right? And it was very depressing, and MSG was empty, and it was the winter, and there wasn't a lot to be excited about. And here was this team of kind of misfits, right, like Julius Randle, uh, Derek Rose, these guys, you know, um, dudes that, you know, were, were solid, but – you know, we didn't really think much of them. We didn't think much of that team. And they gave us an incredible run. They end up as the four seed. Reggie Bullock, like guys like that. Like who would have expected all this? And we end up with the four seed. And so that was a really special team. But what's different about this team as opposed to those teams are like it feels like there's something here. It feels like there's a future, right? We have the point guard. I, I feel like Julius is proving that the 2020-2021 season wasn't an anomaly last year it was starting to feel like an anomaly now it's feeling like all right this is who he is that's great Mitchell Robinson if he can stay healthy tremendous we got the young guys like Grimes playing well obviously IQ has been tremendous like it feels like we have something and where are all the Tibbs haters out there who say year one he gets you to the playoffs and you overachieve year two you start to fizzle out year three he flames out where are all those people now He's one of the best coaches in the league. He's done a masterful job ever since he came to New York, including last season, which was obviously a bit of a disappointment. But uh, he has been amazing, and I wouldn't want anyone else coaching this team. So, yeah, it's been great. This is all we want, right? We want a team that's relevant, that's that's playing well in March, April. There's no better place to be than New York City in the spring when the Knicks are playing big games you know, in the playoffs, Rangers playing well as well. Like there's, there's no better place. It's shades of the nineties. I'm not going to get too ahead of myself, but I think all Knicks fans just want this. Do we need a championship this year? No. Do we need a conference finals run? Not even that. We just want to play good, relevant playoff basketball. And it feels like we're going to get that. Absolutely. Ariel, you know, I got to take a little bit of uh, hate on that. I, I am, I've been a little critical of Thibs, uh, given, you know, just, Come on. 
man. <laughs> I appreciate you getting it in. But, you know, I can take it, though, and I can admit that, and I can stand on that and also realize what I'm seeing here as well, too. And here's the thing, Ariel, regardless of what I think about Thibs, here's the reason why I, I kind of backed off it completely. And I had an interview with my man Ian Bagley. And when, he, when we talked about it, I kind of just put my foot on the gas. Like, you know, I'm going to take my foot off the gas and kind of stop. The locker room is one of the happiest places right now for the Knicks. I mean, they're, they're so happy and joyous in the locker room. You can't do that if your head coach is toxic, you have a problem with him, or something's not clicking or working. They obviously like playing for him. They like playing with the head coach of Tom Thibodeau, and they like what he's doing. And what he's doing is working. I can hate all I want to, but what, what do I really have to hate on? There's nothing to hate on. I mean, I'm getting what I want. I want the young guys to play, check. I'm getting wins, check. Uh, you know, I got one of the best free agents uh, added this offseason in Jalen Brunson. Check. Julius Randle's playing out of his mind. It's hard to find criticism right now. So you can definitely stand on that, Ariel, and, uh, and get at me some more. But I, I just, yeah, I had to stand on that, man. Listen, I didn't like his adjustments, and he's proved me wrong. He's, this is one of the best offenses oh in the league, man. It's, it's crazy. You know, I, I couldn't believe it. I, with David O as your head coach, I just, Ariel, I couldn't believe it, man. By the way, speaking of adjustments, like, you know, good uh, good on him. He made some adjustments. Uh, the Cam Reddish mm-hmm. thing, the Derrick Rose thing. Like, he made he made some legit adjustments. And look how the team has played since December. I think they were 10 and 13 since then. I'm loving it. And where are all those people, by the way, who said that the Knicks overpaid for Jalen Brunson? Where are all those people now? He's one of the best point guards. He should have been in the All-Star game. Julius Randle isn't having the season that he's having. You know, I said earlier, like, 2021 wasn't an anomaly. But the big difference, obviously, between this year and last year was, you know, there's no Jalen Brunson. That guy is incredible. And, oh, by the way, how could I forget Josh Hart, what he has brought to the table? Yes. They're undefeated with him. They're about to remain undefeated with him after tonight. His defense, his tenacity, the way he fills up holes. He's wearing number three, and that number means a lot to us. Like, it's, it's, it's all very beautiful. I won't lie, I'm a little worried about the West Coast. I'm, I'm worried about what that's going to bring, but uh, I'm very excited about what's to come. So I just want to ask you one thing real quick before uh, we get out of here, because I know half time's about to end here. Um, where do you think this Knicks team can go uh, this year in terms of playoffs? you see them going to a second round, beyond? What are your thoughts? I, I think we could definitely win a first-round matchup. Um, you know, I'm not afraid of Cleveland. I would love the Cleveland matchup. I think it's a great story there with Donovan Mitchell and all that stuff. And they're a great young team, and I think that they're one of the best teams, obviously, in the Eastern Conference, but uh, not worried about them. And, man, we played well against Boston. Wouldn't it be something, you know, and I know I'm getting a little bit ahead of myself, but wouldn't it be something? Cavs in the first round, shut everyone up, win that series, RJ balls out, big-time win, back on top, Another playoff series win. And then we go second round, 4-5 winner, plays the first seed, and that's Boston. If they are able to get the first seed, although they're looking pretty crappy as of late, but could you imagine? And then we play Boston, who we played amazingly against this year, especially in the last three games. Uh, One of those games without Jalen Brunson. I know they didn't have Jalen Brown last week, but still, that was a huge win on Sunday against a pretty healthy Celtics team. I know they're missing some guys, but, you know, that would be amazing. So, to me, a first-round series win and then a hard-fought series against Boston, who a lot of people think are still the finals favorite, one of the best teams in the league, would be a pretty damn great thing to build on for next year. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, listen, I think this team is a threat. Uh, I define that as a team you don't want to see. And I don't think any team right now could say they want to see the Knicks in a seven game series. It just doesn't want, you don't want to play that physical and play that type of team every single night. It's just, it's not something fun you want to do. So um, I, I think that's a good point. Uh, I hope this Knicks team goes really far, Ariel. I think they can. Um, I got one guy uh, who definitely wants to speak with you and ask you one question. Do you mind if I bring him up here and he asks you one question before you have to go? Absolutely. Yeah, no, no worries. We can stick all around. Right, perfect. Uh, so, Bankai, I'm going to bring you up, all right? All right, Bankai, go ahead, man. You can, uh, once you, I know it takes a little time when you connect uh, before you can hear me, but once you do hear me, you can go ahead and mute your mic and uh, you can ask Ariel a question. Oh, big shout out to you, Recap. Thank you so much. Ariel, what's up? I have a quick question. Uh, You know, I'm a big WWE fan. I know you you love WWE as well. Uh, Who do you think the Sami Zayn of the Knicks is? And is it RJ just because he's Canadian? Oh, man, that is a great question. I don't know if it's RJ. Let me think for a second here. Is it hard? You know, the, the, the one that I was thinking of was Josh Hart because I feel like he's been a little bit forgotten about in his, uh, in his NBA career so far, but he's like a hardworking, blue-collar-ish type of guy. Um, maybe a little Mitchell Robinson in there as well, you know, self-deprecating, doesn't take himself too seriously. I don't know if RJ is that guy. As much as I love RJ, I don't feel like there's, you know, I don't know if there's that connection there that, that we're looking for. Josh Hart would come to mind. Yeah, Robinson Cup. What about Isaiah Hartenstein? He's kind of a blue-collar-ish type of guy, too. I don't know if there's a perfect fit, but I do love Sam, and he's doing great in Raw last night. It was tremendous. was a great, great Raw. I mean, I, yeah, I'm, I'm a huge uh, fan. Of it. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Thank you so much. Yeah, I'm going to be at the show on Sunday at MSG, so I'm excited. Oh, sick. That's, is that a house show? Yeah, right? Yeah, I rolled to WrestleMania. Sick. Nice. Yeah, WrestleMania's looking great. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see that. I mean, I, I'm a, I'm a Reigns Thank fan, you, guys. I don't know what's going to happen with him and, uh, and Cody. We'll see what happens there, though. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, and I saw – and shout-out to you, by the way. I loved your uh, Cody Rhodes interview, man. Uh, I definitely think that you oh, took man. advantage of him with the uh, with throwing the darts, though. I knew you knew you had it. I knew you knew you had it, but <laughs> you had to take the W. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? I, didn't, I, I just – listen, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just out uh-huh. there doing my yeah. thing. I'm giving them a practice shot. <laughs> How about this? tomorrow? I got another darts competitor oh, yeah? coming into the studio. And I don't know how Knicks fans are going to feel about this one. But I'm very, very excited because I am a fan. I know he's a bit polarizing. It's the great, it's the often imitated, never duplicated Michael Rappaport. Oh, joining us man. The and I know Knicks fans don't like it. I'm going to have a few things to say to rap about the yeah. Knicks. But I don't know. We're not letting him back on the bandwagon, right? All you know, I got to wow. say is... There is an image floating around of him smiling with full decked Uh-oh. out Nets gear. Nets. So if you do want to get at him, Ariel, when you do have him on, just make sure one of your opening or segues goes into that image because it's a perfect question of, so how do you feel about the Knicks now? <laughs> just in case you wanted to jump there. Is this a new picture? Or an old I think picture? it's a. Pr- I think it's an old one because I don't. I don't. I think there's nothing to wear. There's nothing really to to rock for Nets right now. I don't think you'd have a reason to. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah. I think he hit all his Nets stuff out when uh, you know when the all that crap happened with Kyrie. But listen, man, I, I know I, I know I had an image of him sitting down with Nets gear. I know it exists. 
If you need it, I can send it to okay. you. I can digitally design it for you myself if you want. But I, I <laughs> but uh, yeah, man. Uh, listen, um, he has been very he has been very vocal about you know his disdain for the Knicks. And and by the way, there are things that I agree with him. Yeah. on. like we can't pretend that James Dolan has been a great owner. We can't pretend that the last twenty years, twenty plus years, have been great. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it seems like they're making good moves these days, but uh, I'm not one of these, like, blind Nick fans who, like, everything they do is right. Like, I was never one of those guys, like, Frank Nilakina needs to play more. He's the guy. Like, I think there's a lot of people out there that are a little bit delusional when it comes to the Knicks, and I appreciate that. That's what, you know, being a fan to them is all about. But, you know, I could tell, like, it is. Like, when they suck, they suck. Right now, they don't suck, and that's awesome. Um, he obviously took it to a whole other level. He changed allegiances. He went to the dreaded Nets. All yeah, that that's stuff. that 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 so, was it. That was it. Like it, it's not his comments because it yeah. was never his comments when it was coming to like the Knicks stuff. Because I think a lot of Knicks fans got it. It was that he completely left, and you know, it's it's like that. That's the issue. He's like you. He went completely Nets bandwagon after that, and that that and the time he yeah. did it too. It's like when the the mega move happened. And that's when your fandom was tested at that point, right? And he failed the test. Uh, just, uh, you know, in my opinion. But um, I just got one more speaker up here for you, and then we're going to let you go, Ariel. I don't want to keep you here too long. My man, Tony. What's going on, Tony? What's up? What's up? Recaps, I greatly appreciate you. Obviously, I'm always giving you props, bro. Just killing them again, knocking them dead with another uh, big guest here. Ariel, all praise to you. Uh, just a quick question I want to ask. Uh, there's a... Uh, a buzz going around. Some Knicks fans are feeling this. Some aren't. I just want to see where you think about it. If it's too much and an overstep, you don't have to. But uh, say the Knicks go first round, hard fought, but they end up losing. Would you deem it a failure? Do you believe in the team moving forward from there? And if you could just touch on what you would think of Julius Randle and Brunson and, uh, and you know, that whole look on it. No, nah, man. If they make it, are you saying if they make it to the playoffs and lose in the first round, is that a failure? Yes. Or win in the yes. So no, they they lose the first round. If they yeah. lost the first round, hard yeah. fought. But it would listen. It, it would it would be a bummer just because they're playing so well now. But honestly, we've seen teams in the past peak a little early. Who knows what they're going to look like in April? Who knows if there's injuries, things of that nature? But I I just want a playoff team. Like last year was very depressing because they gave us the great run in 2021. And then we thought that they would build off that, right? And we thought that they'd come back and maybe go to the second round in, in 2022. They didn't even make the playoffs. They didn't even make the freaking plan. So that, that, was, uh, that was tough to swallow. Now I want to avoid the plan. I want four or five. By the way, I wouldn't even hate if we get five because if you recall, it felt like there was a lot of pressure on them two years ago as the four seed at home. And, you know, they, they stumbled in those games in uh, New York early on. And I just felt like, you know, this team is, is, is obviously older and, and, and uh, some of the guys have had some experience now playing at MSG in the playoffs. But, you know, I don't mind them being the underdog and having the pressure on Cleveland. If it is Cleveland in the fourth seed, and it probably would, would be. But even if they lose that first round series after how last year went, now I feel like, all right, we got in. We felt the playoffs. There's a lot of young guys that weren't in the playoffs two years ago that were a part of this team now that aren't, you know, that weren't a part of the team two years ago. Let's build off of this now. So I'm not one of those who thinks that they're going to make, you know, the conference finals or who thinks they're going to make the finals or who thinks they're going to win it all. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty realistic just getting into the playoffs for me. If, if you would have told anyone 
back in December, back in October, back in November, all right, the Knicks are making the playoffs, but they'll lose in the first round and they avoid the plan. Would you take that? I'm pretty sure 95% of Knicks fans out there would have taken that. I greatly appreciate it. I agree fully. Sounds like me and you are pretty much on the same page. Thanks again for answering the question and being up here with us, bro. Thanks a lot. Recaps, appreciate you, bro. Let's go, Knicks. Oh, yes, sir. Always, always. Ario, man, great always speaking with you, dude. You're always so cool to uh, chill out, rock with us, and uh, answer Nick questions and talk about your fandom. A lot of people obviously know you for MMA, don't really know about your Knicks fandom. I love to just showcase that sometimes because you do know a lot more than just MMA and wrestling. So it's good to, you know, hear you speak about those type of things as well, too, you know. I appreciate it. I love the Knicks. I've loved them since 1990. Patrick Ewing, my favorite athlete of all time. Um, Yeah, my favorite team ever is those 90s Knicks. Good team, 94, 93, 92, 99. They were all freaking great. 98, 97 broke my heart. I could go on and on. Sneaky good team was 2000. That second round playoff win over uh, Miami was amazing. Latrell getting the rebound in the corner there, calling the timeout. Game seven on the road was freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. But yes, love talking about the Knicks. I appreciate you wanting to talk to me. And I'm sorry it took so long. But now that we've connected, I'd be happy to jump back on and talk more as we make a run into the playoff season. Absolutely. And let's get this 10th W. And make sure we say it loud and proud. Wear your orange and blue. Say what's up and stand up, New York. And I'm always going to be, you know, making my hat to the side every time I walk out now. Because the Knicks are here. <laughs> Ariel, we we here, man. We we are here, Ariel. We have arrived. Man. We are freaking here, my man. We have arrived. We have arrived. The LOL Knicks are dead. I'm sorry to all the social media teams who are getting such great content off of our mistakes. Yep. Those days are over. This is the dawn of a new era. Absolutely. I couldn't put it better myself. Thank you all the listeners who joined up and the speakers as well. I appreciate everybody. Again, Ariel, thank you so much for your time. Extremely grateful. Uh, if you haven't followed Ariel Hawani, please make sure you do. The guy just knows everything about everything. And I mean it, man. I really, really do. And I love his wrestling takes as well, too. Like I said, I'm a huge fan of that. And I love the interviews you do. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, uh, Triple H. Oh, my God, man. The list goes on and on. I got a good one coming. I got a good one coming in a couple of weeks before Mania. One on one with Taker. Uh, it was great. We did it. We did it in San Antonio. Okay. Freaking amazing stuff. I can't wait for that one. Oh my out. God. I'm going to reshare that like it's hot when it comes out. That's going to be amazing. I'm already, I got goosebumps listening to it. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thanks. That, oh Thank man. You're, and you're an amazing uh, person to interview with, uh, depending on who you are, obviously, if you don't work for AEW. But um, other than that, though, uh, you're, you're great when you, uh, when you interview um, all these different people and you're a great person to speak with. So, again, thank you so much for giving us your time and uh, appreciate you, man. We'll definitely have you going again, all right? Thank you, guys. Take care. You too, buddy. Have a good one. Go, Nick. Let's go. All right, guys. I appreciate everybody who's in here. The game has been on, but I know you guys have uh, been chilling out with uh, me and Ariel listening to uh, what we've been talking about. Really appreciate the... Uh, the support and everybody in here. If you're not giving me a follow or any of the speakers, please go ahead and do that. Again, love and support is free. And at the end of the day, a like and a follow uh, and even a reshare and a retweet go a long way. Uh, Thank you. Listen to new episodes of The Knicks Recap, streaming every Friday. 
For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.